Hey, this is Travis Oscar Mike, radio number 178. And I'm pleased, honored, and just excited to have my good buddy Jim Tuff down in Florida back, the ultimate Red Sox fan, Army veteran. Jim, welcome to the show. Now, before we get started, Jim, just real quick for everybody, Jim and I met because Jim was doing 22 push-ups a day to raise awareness about suicide and PTSD. You now kind of still do that, but you've migrated to this different thing. I was hoping you'd tell me about that. Well, thanks for having me back again. I enjoy uh, talking to you. Uh, well, it, it has not really changed as far as what I'm doing, but I'm trying to organize it a little bit better. Uh, you and I have talked often that I never know what my reach is. I don't know if I'm reaching anybody or if I'm just talking to myself. A uh, friend of mine who's a combat veteran, PTSD, all that deal, I've met him in some groups. And he's like, you know, you are reaching a lot of people. He's like, maybe if you made your own page, that way you could track everything from there. You'd find, you'd figure out what's exactly going on. Sure. And I had tried that a long time ago, but I had taken the name of one of the organizations, uh, not realizing that that was a bad thing. Um, so I ended up, that page ended up just dying. I didn't go back to it and I finally deleted it. So I tried to come up with something that, uh, kind of signifies what I'm trying to get across. Uh, having been on that edge, and you don't have to be in combat to, to be on the edge of that cliff to go in and go over. Um, having been on the edge of that cliff, I know how it is. I know how it feels. I know it sucks. And I also know where I'm at now. Life's not perfect, but I am thriving. So what I came up with, uh, with for, to try to get it, get it out there, it, that it can be done is I named a page from the edge to thriving and that's where we're at now is something new it's a it's a, a place where I can start the day with the with my video normally today is an exception rain no snow though <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can migrate the video from my page uh, to my personal page and then to the other 20 25 to 26 veteran groups that I'm putting it in and so I get to track the, the numbers and it gives place to people a place to meet and see some positivity and not quitting in their life. So let's talk about the edge because I hear a lot of guys tell me that they feel like they're on the edge all the time uh, when they're experiencing these problems with PTS and PTSD and life in general. And, and and how do you get to a place when you're at that point that you can walk back from the edge? I really like what you have said before about staring into the abyss. Yeah, you, it doesn't matter how you get there, but you end up there anyway. If, it, if, it, if it's going to happen, it's, 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 it doesn't matter how you get there. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be combat, like I said before. It can be, like for me personally, it was everything in my life that mattered to me crashing down around me and there was nothing left of what was, what I knew as me. Um, and that edge is, you know, I don't matter anymore. You know, my, my, my ex had, we had broken up. 
my I couldn't see my then five-year-old as much as I wanted to because I was working trying to make sure that she was taking care of and also I had to put a roof over my own head um, I mean I had the my, I had my bases covered and it looked good but inside I was tore up and I was literally seeing darkness there was nothing there was no bright in my life uh, I mean even with with my five-year-old I wasn't concentrating on her um, I should have been Perhaps that would have been better, but you know it is what it is. It's, but that that edge is where you see, you look you look up, you look at where you came from, and it's laid to waste. It's blown up. It's just nothing. Nothing looks the same, and all that you have in front of you is a future that you can't see, and that's your abyss. You can't see it getting better. All you can do is see it getting worse, and that's where that flip comes in, because then you're just falling off and going in, and then you're done. Um, We've talked about this before, where people have, have kind of don't want to talk about what you're doing in PTSD, because they feel it's not a big problem anymore. And, and then I see some of these news reports about the numbers for uh, first responder and law enforcement suicide, suicide in men and and for for military, and I start to feel it's a very big deal. Uh, and I know it's uncomfortable to talk about, but why do you think we need to keep it in the forefront versus trying to, you know, move it to the side, if you will? Well, I'm gonna probably say something that's a little controversial. I think that it's not necessarily keeping suicide in the forefront. What we need to do is put the, the fact that there's still a stigma for veterans and those on active duty and our first responders uh, to go and seek help. Uh, careers have ended because uh, our, our guys and girls have gone to seek help um, when that is probably one of the best things they can do because if, as you slowly get Get towards the edge of that the edge of that cliff your judgment is not sound you know and the only way to get it back to sound is to actually be able to talk it out and figure out how to get past it how to accept that accept what has happened to you and accept that it has happened to you and there's no going back you are the sum of all your experiences you can't just say all right snap a finger and it's fixed obviously not otherwise we'd have no problem but we also can't sweep uh the problems underneath the rug and say all right well we have the problem but as long as we don't talk about it, it it's not there because the problem is there and it manifests itself when people have when people see no other way out other than to take their own life and we've got to change that we may not we, we may not want to concentrate on the fact that it's occurring but we need to concentrate on the fact that we can prevent it by not signifying uh, stigmatizing the act of getting help um i say it all the time in my videos you know you know that and i'll probably and i couldn't say it now if i wanted to <laughs> but uh you know if you need help seek help get it from friends family professionals there's absolutely no no weakness and no shame in seeking help to make sure that you get what you need to do get what you need to get to stay here um and that's where we need to get to we need our leadership in the military leadership in the va and our own, our own selves to say, all right, I do need help. I'm going to go get it, regardless of the, the personal cost at this point, because my life is more important. 
And that's the bottom line is your life is more important than anything else that can happen to you. If you get out of the military, there is a life after the military. You may have to search for it and you're definitely going to have to work for it. But the bottom line is you're here to actually do it. Um, you're actually here to make, put the work in and make that good life for yourself when you, if you end up out because of a decision you made to go get help. I'd much rather see you lose the career than kill yourself, especially, especially if I know you. Um, I mean, bottom line, even if I don't know you, I don't want you killing yourself. Right, right. So you, you created this page now, and, and for people who, and I'll have, I'll have the links to prior uh, podcasts I've done with Jim. Actually, this is kind of cool. This is our first time doing this face-to-face. Uh, -face. I'm in New England. He's in Florida, and we're talking like we're right next to each other. It's very, very good. I really enjoy this format. But I will have links to prior podcasts on this blog post for uh, you know the, this, this video that we're doing. And now that you have, you know, migrated the page, do you see the engagement pick up? Do you see people starting to feel safe or is it too soon to kind of really tell? It's been up a little over a week. Uh, gotten to over 100 followers and 100 likes on the page. Uh, the interesting thing is watching the, the, the videos increase in the views, uh, which means it's getting out there, which I'm happy. I'm proud to be part of I mean I'm the only one doing that um, but I'm proud to have people watching the video and saying you know saying good things about what I'm saying to them because I'm basically having a conversation a fireside chat so to speak with everybody uh, that decides to watch it um, the reach is a lot bigger than I thought and I'm I'm grateful for that because uh, something is resonating and I'm I'm excited for that. You know, like I said before, I'm, I'm not intending to be famous, but I am intending to try to make a difference in at least one person's life and hopefully keep them here. So for you, if one person either, you know, later or, you know, you know, gets with you on the page and says, Hey, you know, what you did made a difference in my life that makes all, because ladies and gentlemen, Jim has done over 500 days of doing, you know, 22 push-ups. I mean, he has walked his talk. But if, if one person comes back to you with that kind of feedback, you feel that you have met your goal or your purpose, excuse me. Yes. The, the goal is to reach out. Um, reason why this became is what it has become is because my, my now wife, was the one to reach out to me and say, you know, it's worth, it's worth staying here. I got you. So this is my way of trying to do, I got you on a, a lot bigger scale. And, you know, I've had people say I've made a difference in what the, in how they've uh, approached life. And that's awesome. I am thrilled um, over the moon that I was able to actually help somebody take a step back reevaluate what's going on and try to make changes change, uh, positive changes in their life and that's what it's all about positive change awesome awesome so what you're and this absolutely blows my mind which is why i'm just kind of struggling with it is i, I still talk to so many people so many people who sit there and tell me that there's no hope there's no resources there's no one to help me 
and it's just not getting through. I think there's work that I need to do. I know there's, you're doing work, but what can I do to sit there and tell somebody that, yes, yes, there are people out there that want to help you. Yes, there's places for you to go. Yes, there are people that care about you instead of withdrawing and not reaching out. How do you, how do I, how do you get past that? Or is that just a person has to make that choice? Well, the best thing I've seen um, so far is there's a community of veterans out here that are trying to influence change. Uh, you can find them in the groups, Vet Life for Life, Veterans Helping Veterans, American Military Family Got Your Six. Um, I'm going to mess up the name because I'm new to the group. Uh, it's a military dad bat cave, I think. I'm, uh, I'd have to look it up. Um, but there's a lot of groups all around United War, uh, and there's so many groups for real. So, so there's, there's tons of resources and ton, not, not resources, but there are tons of peers. There's tons of veterans and brothers and sisters that if you do reach out, they're there for you. Yeah. In particular, veterans helping veterans, uh, and I admin in that group and, they are a clearinghouse of resources. Oh, really? Um, yeah, there it's about seven seven thousand members strong. Um, there's an admin team of about six of us, and there is a a large amount of resources available. And we've tried to assemble as many as we could across the country. And honestly, I've been a very, very, very small part of that. Um, mainly I scout, I see people that are in trouble. I bring them in. I try to anyway, excuse me, but, uh, there's, you know, we have everything from financial support to mental health help. If you're having, if you're struggling with the VA or need immediate help, uh, we can try to get you, uh, linked up with a person that is, uh, well connected nationwide and, you know, get you, get you in and in most cases, at least two of the sessions are free. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of information out there. The biggest thing I can say is people got to put in the work. If they if they come if they come into the group or ask me on the side or whatever, I can get you resources all day long, all day, twice on Sunday probably. <laughs> but I can I can't do the I cannot do the legwork for you you have to be able to do the legwork for yourself. And that's the thing is, one of the things I see is people are stuck in neutral. They're, they're sitting on the edge of that cliff and they're, they're paralyzed. Um, not physically, mentally. They're just, uh, you know, all jittery and can't get, get they, don't, they can't make a move, but they're about to explode. They're about to implode. Um, but they choose not to make the choice to fight for themselves. They're expecting or want other people to do some of the work for them. And all we can do is give you the resources, you've got to do the work. And that's, it's no different than what it was in the military. Um, any branch, it doesn't matter, even the Air Force. <laughs> they, you still have to do the work. You, you are given the task conditions, the standards to, to, to be able to take care of that job, take care of whatever's going on. You still have to go fulfill those tasks, the conditions and the standards. It's no different. One of the things, so, so lost my train of thought. Okay, here we go. It is about 
reaching the hand up and then be willing to take the hand offered and pulling yourself up. That's kind of been a common core theme of everything you've done from the moment I saw your first video to this, this not different kind of outreach, but the path you're going on now. But, but one thing, I mean, you, you obviously talk to a lot of people, you've helped a lot of people. One thing that I get, um, I see a lot is, is the numbers and I don't understand this is the numbers show that, that men as a whole commit more suicide than women do. And, and this is not a male versus female thing, but it, it is interesting. I just, and the reason I want to ask you what your thoughts are on this, because I don't think there's a lot of data. There's not a lot of research on this. It, it, this is not something that people are trying to solve like cancer. So I, I didn't know if, if you had any perspective on, on why that is. Why do you think men experience this mental trauma more than women do? Or do they, we just, do the sexes interpret this differently? Honestly, from things that I've seen lately, uh, reports that I've seen is women, uh, women veterans are more statistically likely to commit suicide than males. The difference is the vo the sheer volume of males in the mil in the military versus female is where you're where that number is derived from. There's far far more men in in the military, so therefore the pool is bigger uh, for the the chance, I guess, uh, to commit suicide. So, um, so so you're saying take take a hundred men and a hundred women, you know same demographics everything the numbers would be greatly increased for women yes okay so that makes sense that makes sense and i just you know i'm like you i, I don't i, I want to see you grow and i want to see your outreach you know increase but at the end of the day you know jim's been very clear about this ladies and gentlemen where he wants this to eventually end it would be a really accomplishment if you didn't have to do this anymore. Not that you have to do it. You, you do it because you want to do it. But in a perfect world, you don't want to do this anymore. No. If I could stop tomorrow as far as because the mission has been accomplished, I'd happily sleep in. <laughs> I start my day at 4 o'clock to get the video done by before I go to work. Today didn't happen because it was raining. And my my DD-214 says I do not have to go get wet. <laughs> well, you don't like that? You live in Florida, man. Come on, it's raining every day. Yeah, I'm usually at work, though. <laughs> okay, all right. But uh, no, it's, uh, and it was a cold rain this morning, too, so I really didn't want to do it. Um, it's come not on, a, come it's on, Jim. Your, your, your idea of cold and my idea of cold are two different things. Come on, <laughs> come on. But, uh, just just yeah. really quickly, um, you, you mentioned your, your wife and, and how, you know, she helped you get on this path. My, my thing that I want to be able to do with this outreach that I'm doing is be able to help the spouse, you know, wife or husband who's struggling watching their spouse go through this, reach out for help. So what, what do you tell people when you have the spouse come up to you and says, you know, I'm at wit's end, I don't know what to do anymore what's the what's where's the help for them um largely uh it can be got gotten in the uh that that same same way uh is the veteran would uh that 
because most of our veterans nowadays are married. Uh, they might be divorced, they might be on the edge of divorce, but most of them have a spouse or recently had one. Um, the, for the ones that are still married or barely holding on, the same, the same way uh, we have in, in BHB, Veterans Health of Veterans, there is spouses. There's actually a spouse, spouse group attached to it. Um, oh, really? So there's the, the same outreach is given to the family. Um, specific, specifically, we're aiming at taking care of the veteran. And unfortunately, um, we've had some like Navy, uh, in particular, Navy widow, um, and, and a couple other people that were widowed uh, from different services, and there's not much in the way to do to help that um, in that in that sort of situation. But as far as the family goes, there's definitely there's definitely resources to help, and all they got to do is reach out. We in VH in VHB there is uh, there there is a sort. There's the gate you have to go through to get in. You got to answer a bunch of questions saying, are you a veteran? Are you the spouse of a veteran? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and if, if they're a spouse of a veteran, they're allowed in. And if they need help, they request help. And we do what we can to try to get that help to them. So as you start this up and you see the engagement increase and you see people start to treat this as a space they can come to to get help, you know, what's next for you personally in this? Well, just try to continue to grow and push and um, trying to lead the way out of darkness. Um, I guess is just keep, keep letting it grow organically. I'm not going to go out there and push because uh, there's a couple groups that I would like to post in that do not want uh, the video in there for whatever reason their choice and that's the way it is. But organically trying to grow, trying to gather the following, uh, gather the flock, I guess, so to speak. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a preacher. Uh, I'm not even really that religious, um, but uh, I'm trying to grow the flock to try to lead the way out of darkness. And that's, I'm in a good place. Um, not every day is perfect. And like I said, mine is not a combat PTSD, but life, doesn't matter if you if you have PTSD or not. Not every day of your life is going to be a spectacular success. We're all going to have our ups and downs. And the bottom line is, it's all about attitude. You can have a down day, you can have a down week, you can even have a down year. But as long as you keep fighting and you keep pushing and you stay positive as you possibly can, and try to get rid of the toxicity around you, whether it be in your home, due to people or whatever you have in your house, chemical-wise, uh, because a lot of stuff we ingest messes us up, to, you know, just making sure that the people that you deal with on a daily basis are the people that you need in your life. You can get to a better better place. Gotcha. And, and plan, planning. I've said this a ton. You know, you can, you know, right now, I wouldn't say I have a plan for this, but I'm, I'm working on where I'm going to go next with it. And if you uh, wing it, it's a wish. If you plan it, it's a goal. Right now, I'm winging it. <laughs> as far as the page goes. And, but I'll, I will figure out which direction this is going to go and go from there. So 
I, I just think that, you know, we have been talking for almost two and a half years now. Yep. And it has been a real honor and, and pleasure. Pleasure in the sense that, oh my God, this guy is for real. I, I finally have a person who is doing this for real. This is not some publicity stunt. Uh, there are certainly easier ways to get attention in life than, than doing and talking about what you're doing. And, and for me, folks, it's not even the push-ups. It's, it's, the, it's the message before the push-ups that, that make it, you know, really important to tune in and understand what's going. I certainly can appreciate what you mean by PTSD and other non-military areas of your life. Uh, there's a lot of veterans who experience that through different situations that have nothing to do with combat and it completely derails what they thought their life path would be. So what I'm trying to say is for me, Jim, it is, yeah, you're, you're, you're veteran and military focused, but anybody can check this out and get something out of it. Yes. Now, it, what it comes down to for me is I'm trying to... How do I want to say this? <laughs> Bottom line, just be the best person that you can be and try to be what you want to be. Don't let your circumstances define it. Um, you don't have to, you don't have to stick in the, in the mud. You know, if that's where you find yourself, you don't have to stick there. You can stick your head out and start that climb. Um, and it's just about being a good and decent person to yourself first and foremost we've got to treat ourselves good because when we're feeling down and that we don't matter we kind of let ourselves go uh pot so to speak and we have to work on how we treat ourselves and treat everybody else around us and just try to be better human beings to ourselves and others and wow. just keep moving forward man that's just awesome I, I really can't wait to see and what's the name of the page is let me see if i got this right is is from the edge to thriving yes so that's the name of jim tuff's uh new facebook page he's been doing this for a very very long time on his own and it makes sense jim to put this on your own page so you, you can you know watch monitor and figure out how to engage more effectively so uh, again there'll be a link to that page in the oscar mike radio blog post so it's it's it must be freezing down in Florida. I mean, you, you Florida, Floridians must be going, uh, you know, just just like like a like shriveling with cold, right? Which means it's going to be time for spring training soon. What's your what's your take on the baseball world? Uh, Jim is is a big Red Sox fan, huge. As a matter of fact. Yep. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. The Red Sox let me down this last year. Oh, <laughs> horrible. Um. They just never got in gear. Uh, I definitely know they need to. Be they better do uh, spring training different than they did uh, last year because I think I read. No, I not I think I know they they tried to do spring training different because they were planning to go deep in, into the season this year and they went deep last season with the uh, with the winning the World Series. But uh, I guess they tried to ease pitchers into it to where, like, their first couple starts were supposed to be warm-ups, and that was just a disaster. If they're going to do that, they can't start on the West Coast like they did this past year because the, the time change and all that, I don't know. But they, they went in with a, with a plan I thought they, that I think they thought was going to work, and, boy, did it backfire. And you got to watch out for the Yanks as usual because, well, 
they got a good team. So, so on the sports front real quick and, and, you know, we're winding down, uh, I got to go parent here in a minute. All good. <laughs> um, a lot of my fellow veterans are like, look, man, we're giving the NFL another chance. You know, we see the flag being respected. We don't see people kneeling. It's time to put that behind us and just enjoy something that brings everybody together instead of making it something that separates people. Just curious. I'm really on the fence about that one. Um, it kind of left a mark on me internally, and I quit watching for a year and a half now. And I don't really miss it. It's not something I have to do. So I could take it or leave it at this point. It's going to take something special, especially after what happened last night. Um, for me to come back to the NFL. I'm just kind of curious what you thought. Well, hmm. I follow the Pats and I follow the Jags. Living here in Jacksonville, if you don't follow the Jags, you miss out on a bunch. Um, Not much. <laughs> the, uh, actually, they were pretty good. The first year I came down here, I was like, hey, thanks for the present. And then they went to crap last year. Um, but Minshew is a real deal. Um, but uh, as far as football in general, they, they lost me for a little bit, and I'm not all the way back. I, w I didn't like that they put the emphasis where they did. The social justice warrior stuff doesn't play well with me. It's why right. I'm kind of on the fence about Star Wars at this point, too. <laughs> and I'm a huge uh, Star Wars fan. Yeah, that's 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 you know what to do an off topic off veteran podcast about that one because that's a that's a deep rabbit hole. But you're you're not saying anything that a lot of veterans up here in other parts of the country in Louisiana where where there were Saints fans and Cowboys fans haven't told me. It's like Trav, you know. Yeah, I didn't watch for a while, but it's nice having something other than like church or something like that where I can just be with my bros and watch something that I grew up enjoying. It's nice having that. And and, and so I, I, I think, you know, a lot of them are all the way back, but a lot of them are like where you are, where, you know, you want to kind of see how this goes, but you're starting to warm up to it. Um, I wouldn't say I'm warming up to it. Just kind of, kind of more like you, just kind of, eh, whatever. I don't need it. I follow it just because, you know, it's office conversation. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's, you know, I still like my teams. I just don't like some of the players' actions and, you know, whatever. Right. It'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow with Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a topic for a different time. I know. But we, we, we may have to. We may have to do a, an off, uh, an OMR, you know, uh, you know, a tough OMR review of the new Star Wars movie because – they have pretty much lost me at this point. It's gonna. I, I'm not. I'm not even sure I want to spend the money to go see the last one after what they did with the one before that. But, um, folks, the page is called uh, "From the Edge to Thriving," and you're, you're gonna go on this page and and hear authentic content from somebody who's been there and is gonna give you some some real pointers on moving forward. And Jim, I just want to say. Uh, you're a busy man. You got a lot going on. I want to say thanks for coming on, talking to me. And it's much better doing this kind of quasi face to face. It, it, it feels like a convo now. So thank you again. This was cool. Awesome. Thank awesome. You. Well, this is 178 shutting down. Uh, again, Jim Tuff, he does 22 push ups a day. He's done it for over 550 days. I think I got my numbers right. And, today. 